Hello, we're the Ziggy Bomb Boys. I'm not Michael. And I am. Welcome back to the podcast. We are nearly halfway through the Traders US and finally, finally, we get to see Cody with his feet over his head. A special treat for all of us, but we'll get to that later on. Well, let's not drag it out then. On with the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Right, I'm leading this episode recap, Michael. And as you know, I've not written very many notes. Just quickly, tell everyone how many lines of notes you've written. <laughs> I mean, it goes, it doesn't even fill a page. Yeah, uh, I've got... <laughs> I've got at least like three scrolls worth of page. Of and notes. when I say a page, I've after every line, I've put a space. Like it's like a full on. Cool. But that's only because I can read it better. Um, but I've written some of these, but you might need to help a little bit. Okay, sure. This episode started off with the traitors going into the little tower, didn't it? Yes, because Stephanie showed the note. Yes. Which, which the supposed traitor Kate had written to Siri, who is a traitor. So Siri tells the other traitors in the turret about the note. Yeah. And that was also a very good cliffhanger to the last one when the note fell out and right. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, the, the UK one, it was the same format every night. So it would end with them saying, oh, it could be any of these three people that'll be murdered. And then the next day you found out which one it was. Whereas this one, the cliffhangers are all the way through, which I quite like. Yeah, I quite like it. It's a bit more syncopated. And it's and much more really binge- bingeable. Yes. Even though yeah. we're not. Although you're not. I accidentally skipped to the end because I was enjoying it so much. <laughs> I watched it all in one night. I haven't. I'm watching as they come. So I really don't know what happens next episode. Uh, what I loved about this one was the fact that Christian walked into the group and said, the dream team. And the other two both basically rolled their eyes. It's like... It's not the dream team, Christian. They don't like you, darling. (laughs) No, they're just like hoping that you just don't mess up every single week. (laughs) But in the turret, they were saying it was either going to be Azra, who is the quiet one, to frame Kyle because he was complaining about quiet people, or Amanda and Shelby to frame Kate. Yes. But they were all, because Amanda and Shelby were on on the letter that Kate wrote. So they're basically trying to either frame Kate or Kyle. Do you think it would be a good idea to go for one of the ones on the note to try and frame Kate? In the short term, yeah, but for the long run, no. no. Because the long run of that is, if everyone thinks it's Kate, you've murdered one person and you've lost Kate as a shield all in one day. I also think it's not such a clever idea. One, because Stephanie only showed Sari the note at first. Yeah. And like you say, already by bringing up the note the next time, everyone's going to be looking at Kate anyway. They don't need to try and force another thing. And then it's going to just look like it was like, oh, the traitors are just playing that game. Yeah, it feels to me, though, that Christian only thinks in the short term, but Suri and handsome Cody are much more like, what will this mean further down the line, perhaps? One question. 
if Cody goes at any point, do I have to keep on watching this? Um, well, I've begun to get an addition to Cody. I think Quentin's quite fit as well. It's a shame he's called Quentin. <laughs> Um, Actually, from the start, right from the very start, I thought Quentin was going to be traded. He dresses really well, and his voice is so powerful and also very like deep and lovely. And he dresses really well. Yeah. I wrote down Quentin dash fit on my notes this week. <laughs> and we have he's not one of these ones that's been lost from the from the start, but he's definitely coming into his own a bit with this. Yeah, episode. absolutely. And you can see that Andy they're beginning to really struggle with the game. Like in this morning, particularly, they're just kind of drained of energy and quite kind of. Like, oh, depressed, I suppose. It's also lovely, as a quick side note, to just have a non-binary person there and everyone just uses their pronouns normally and it's just not even, it's not even mentioned. You just pick up the pronouns because everyone else uses them. It's so lovely. Agreed. Uh, What do we think about Kate's indoor sunglasses? Yeah. In the breakfast? Well, I was going to say breakfast, first of all, so we find out that Kate does come in. Yes. Sorry, she's she's obviously the last one coming in and it's Azra that's not there. But yeah, you're right. Kate comes in with her indoor sunglasses. I didn't even write that Azra had been murdered. (laughs) But also, Kate, she comes in. No, all, when anyone comes in, there's always cheers. Even if it's a bit kind of fake, there's some cheers and everyone hugs. Kate literally walks in. No one says and then, she, and then she sits down, looks at her reflection in her <laughs> knife and goes, still gorgeous, and puts it down. Oh, she is so funny. iconic. She does not need friends. She but she doesn't also care. doesn't want to be there anymore. She's had enough yeah. at this point. Like when she comes in, there's a wee talking heads and she says, let's say murdering Kate for tomorrow. What a fun way to live. <laughs> like yeah. she's not happy. She's obviously already collected her fee to be on the programme. She doesn't care. <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> yeah, she's care about got the rest. The money. <laughs> uh, talk about the pictures on the wall, because as was the one that went, yeah. when they started showing them, Azra looks like a murderer. Like you would look yes. at the pictures, you would think, okay, let's get rid they of They all look a bit bleached out of colour, don't they? I love the way that um, Alan just takes the picture off the wall and throws it on the floor. <laughs> There's something so brilliant and camp about that, which I love. Yeah, and coming back to actually, because we were talking about at the start, in the UK one, the host for that one becomes very friendly with all of the traitors and faithfuls and kind of becomes part of them. Yeah. Alan's very much doing it kind of like a, I don't care. I don't care You're about dead. any of you. You're dead which to I, me. Like, it's fun to an extent, but I quite liked that Claudia was able to do both on the UK one. Yeah. Um, when they were having their discussions after breakfast, I thought it was interesting, some techniques from the traitors. So Christian was trying to split the group off to have smaller conversations, which means they can kind of manipulate more. And then Siri is beginning to move the narrative away from Kate and Michael, who are the two kind of people most people think are traitors, which is a smart move again with a long game, because she's like, once these two go... There needs to be other people. So she's really thinking about it, which I really like. Sari is just so good. She's also, when brilliant. they went and broke off and did all those chats, there was fruit everywhere. They just had fruit notice. all around the castle. Just gay men <laughs> everywhere you looked. Couldn't find no, it. There's a fruit, like there's a fruit everywhere, half, fruit, fruit. Half kiwi fruits and oranges and things. Oh, half I of mean, them. It's being very healthy, but I mean, no one's eating it. <laughs> um, the task then. Oh, you're leading. I shall not lead. After, Look at me dominating. Actually, I've got one thing first. I think that Ryan is flying under the radar for me Who, a bit. Who's Ryan? Well, funny you should ask that because, you know, from the start, we were saying we didn't know any of the celebrities. Yeah. And they all come from Oh, things. Ryan's the swimmer. Olympic swimmer. I found out afterwards. We were saying we didn't know him. He is the second most decorated Olympian in history oh. behind Michael Phelps. And so he's, he's just, quite a well-known And he's swimmer. the second most stupid in that building. He has no idea what's going on. Thick <laughs> he as doesn't. And I wonder whether he's flying under the radar just because he's just wandering around not having a clue. He's having a nice time, though. Yeah, he, he does is. do that thing with his hat. He wears the hat really baggy on his head. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do, It yeah. makes your head look really long. I really don't like that as a... He's not very stylish. It kind of looks like he needs Tan France to sort him out. Oh, yeah, Tan France it's... would sort him right out. <laughs> right, onto the task. <laughs> so this Climb task... Climb like a tree, wouldn't he? Climb like a tree. <laughs> he is very tall. Um, this task was the creepy carnival task. I love this task. So basically, there's like this big wheelie thing. 
And well, it's just a wheel, really. It's not really a wheelie thing. It's a wheel. A wheel, a big wheel. And basically, five of the people get strapped to the big wheel. Uh, and then the rest of them are over at the other side. And Alan asks questions. and Like, the, who's the most likely to, I don't know, wash eat, a car? Eat their own poo, yeah. Sure. <laughs> and the people on the, the group together, they have to pick someone's name from the big wheel. And then we see if the people on the big wheel pick the same names. Yeah. And for every person that gets it right on the big wheel, they get money. And have you noticed that Alan, when he's calling names out, says Shelby's name really weird? It sounds like he's saying chubby each time. <laughs> he's like, chubby? <laughs> I think he means to say Shelby. This was quite the innuendo-filled challenge. It I didn't was, write it down was. any of the questions or any of the answers because I didn't really care. But um, Angelica said, get me in there tight to the helpers. Angelica, by the way, who's apparently a character in this program. Um, Christian, with his feet over his head, said, it hurts upside down for me. <laughs> and then Stephanie goes, keep it up, which isn't the most encouraging thing to hear. Um Cody was upside down. Kyle was showing off how quickly his blood can rush to his head. Lucky thing. And then my favorite part wasn't an innuendo, but Michael said, oh, Lord Jesus, don't let me fall. <laughs> and he sounded like, have you seen that, that thing where he's like, oh, Lord Jesus, there's a fire. No. Did you really think I was going to have seen this? It's, it's culture. It's pop Producer Alex, do you know it? Oh, Lord Jesus, there's a fire. Uh, right. I'm going to play it. Are you ready? Because I love this. Song. Yeah, I've got it ready. She Is goes, this on goes, TikTok? It's this woman, she goes, ain't nobody got time for that. That one? And then she goes, oh, Lord Jesus, that's a fire. This is what I think Michael sounds like. Are you ready? This is a remixed, auto-tuned version of this person who was interviewed on like the news sometime. That's what he sounds like. Oh, I mean, Lord Jesus, there's a fire. We are going to miss Michael if he does go because his accent is brilliant. He is. Oh, Lord Jesus, don't let me fall. <laughs> <laughs> I, the one thing I love about this challenge is the fact that they're really trying to amp up the drama of it. it's quite a small wheel it's fully strapped in with like so many different straps and they're upside down about a meter off the ground for about 20 seconds at a time yeah but do you know what the drama works for me I actually quite enjoyed this challenge I thought it was quite fun well also they did pick Andy's name and that mm. was quite harsh because they did have quite a horrible story about something to do with a roller coaster like they nearly fell out of a roller coaster when they were like halfway through the roller coaster ring of it all yeah bless Andy when they when they came off the wheel like and they were crying like, I got quite emotional about it. yeah and that would have been very distressing it's like yeah. me during bake-off really anything was just too emotional for me i had a dramatic story about fucking shoe pastry never mind falling out of a roller coaster but all we got from this one really is i mean it's good they do get to learn about what other people think about them yeah they did they kept saying that kate keeps, who's the biggest liar it's kate kate hasn't told any lies yeah and this narrative is coming from rachel but there's this narrative within the castle that kate is a massive liar and she keeps telling lies was but she she's all... not told any lies did they also say that she was the most two-faced because again she's not being two-faced she's saying exactly she what she like thinks you. all the she, time she'll tell you she doesn't like you yeah as, as either this episode or because i have jumped ahead might be next episode rachel walks in and kate's like that's a horrible outfit <laughs> like to her face that isn't two-faced and it's also not a lie no. like she's that's next episode because i've not seen that bit. sure cool well spoiler Give me a little spoiler to, to look forward to. <laughs> it's weird. But also in this discussion, Kyle names Siri as well. Mm. So that's two or Brandy is already gone, but people Siri is on people's radar, which is interesting. I also do think, however much, like I said, I actually find Kyle quite annoying. He mm. seems to be the one that's really reading things best because mm. he's also one that points out to everyone because everyone's going on about Kate all the time. And he's like, really, if Kate was doing this, 
it's not a really good way to set yourself up because no, you're going to survive obvious. one more week and then everyone's going to go for you the next week. Like, it's not a very clever thing if she's go- like if they think she's going after certain people. Completely agree. The round table was quite tame this week, though. Yes, it was. It wasn't a particularly dramatic one. I basically just wrote down, Michael is an idiot. Yeah, not, the more he you. talks, the more suspicious he becomes. Yes. And also, I like that just a couple of minutes ago, you were like, if Michael ever goes, Michael goes this week. <laughs> <laughs> like, it happens this time. It's now. He's, the problem with him is the, the way he's doing it, the way he's kind of like negotiating his way through, you'd have to be quite clever. And it's quite obvious that he's not. Like, it was absolutely brilliant the way he, like, Quentin is giving his little thing about how he thinks Michael's okay. And Michael's really trying to be emotional and saying like, oh, yeah, I love you too, Quentin. And then Carl's like, you just said you think he's a traitor. Yeah. Uh, like, come on, Michael, you can't play that game. So Kate got how many votes? You've written it down? Kate got 24 votes yeah, and Michael than, got 26. So there's 15 of them there. Okay. <laughs> so Kate got four votes and Michael got 11. I did respect, because Michael obviously voted for Kate. I respected him saying, I don't think you are a traitor, but I have to vote tactically. Yeah. Like, I actually respected that. But I didn't like, just before the end, Alan going, which way will the frightful pendulum swing next? <laughs> Awful. <laughs> Awful. It gave me like severe ick. So Michael went home and then immediately afterwards, Rachel was like to Kate, you manipulated that. And Kate was like, I absolutely <laughs> did not. I just said, I think you're a traitor and put his name down. Like, Rachel- And again, why would Kate put so much on the line for that if she knew, because she would know that he wasn't a traitor. But why is Rachel literally lying and creating this narrative around Kate, which doesn't exist? I just don't understand it. Rachel's making a noose for her neck because mm. she's a bit stupid. Mm. That was a good episode for sure. I feel like we're nearing the time when the first traitor is going to get caught out, surely. It had better not be Cody. But I have heard that episode eight of this series has the most dramatic banishment ever, and I cannot wait. Interesting. Anyway, let's get on with this week's taste test. This one comes from Charlie, who says that peanut butter goes well with nacho cheese. I don't think I know what nacho cheese actually is. Well, it's not yours. What? It's nacho cheese. I'm not going to dignify that one with a response, but should Charlie go to jail or should it just be David going to jail for his painful attempts at comedy? You decide. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, it's us interrupting us to promote us. If you'd like to support us, you can join our Patreon. It's called our OnlyFans, and you will get this. Well, okay, I'll see you never then. Well, <laughs> you don't exist well, then. Like, goodbye forever. And a bit of this. Devin and Con will argue about where to put the cream. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and a bit of that. I don't want any part of me to be needed. Hey, what about this? This sounds like quite concerning. Do the police know about this? Why, the so, statute of limitations. It's It's <laughs> Yeah, we don't actually know what's been put in there. Hopefully it was all really good stuff and now you want to join us. How much does it cost, David? It costs about the same price as a cup of coffee each month. Just have one less coffee and have loads of extra content over at patreon.com forward stroke sticky bun boys. <laughs> I still actually don't know what nacho cheese is. I think it's that cheese that you get like, it's really squirty and bright yellow. You know, when you go to the cinema and you get nachos and they squirt this yellow. So it's not really cheese. No, it's really wet. It's like plastic. Plasticky, but quite soft and sloppy. Do you know what it is, Alex? Queso. Oh, I like how Alex just generally in this podcast only says one word as his (laughs) response is. Queso. Isn't that just like Spanish for a type of cheese? Yeah, it's like really creamy and yellow. Yeah, that's what it's it's actually like. If if it's creamy and yellow, you need to have it looked at. (laughs) Yes, you do. If it's yellow and creamy, that like have some pineapple to sort that shit right out. Official. Um, I well because I don't know what nacho cheese really is. I can't really say where the peanut butter goes with it. What about peanut butter and cheese in general? No, 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 no to that. That's an absolute. So I'm going to say jail. See, for me, I'm not sure she he or she should go to jail, but I just don't like it. So no. So no jail for Charlie. So the first person we have this week is Kristen. They say hello. I'm a huge fan of your podcast, and I've been telling everyone I know to one rewatch your season if they don't remember it, and two listen and become an only flan. What a lovely little plug there. We didn't even have to say it ourselves. Thank you for sharing all the tea and some of the shade of Bake Off. It's everything I always wanted and never knew it. Now to questions. I'm curious about the holiday stroke festive stroke New Year editions. Have you been invited to participate and are all past bakers invited? Also, would you participate or do you want to? Well, David's famously not invited to anything post Bake Off ever. No, I don't get invited to anything. There's a, there's a Bake Off musical opening in the West End. Oh, in I London. knew he was going to bring this up. <laughs> There's a Bake Off musical, which it was on in like Cheltenham in England, and it's moving to the West End. And they've invited all the bakers. They don't even have to live in London. Like they've invited Elena and she lives in Leeds. Oh, well, Halifax now. But like all these people from across the entirety of Britain from years past. Ones that have like 200 followers on Instagram. And when did you get your invite, David? Does it does it work if I'm your plus one? David is my plus one. <laughs> David did not get invited. Isn't that iconic? But also, Dan Beasley Harley, who is the most hated baker of all time from the show, not from like the public, but from I like pro- how you call him Beasley Harley when that's just not his name. You say it every time. What's his name? Harling. Harling. Oh, he gets really annoyed by that. Yeah, he's not been invited either. So the two of us are together in this. <laughs> yeah, but you won the show. <laughs> he didn't win. You, yeah, and you supposedly won. the production company hates him. So yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I'm still waiting. I'm still, I can't I, wait to turn up and like the intern just to look at your face 
when they have to give out the tickets. I'm very excited by that. Oh, I can't wait for when they, like, because obviously if people have got plus ones, often when you go to these things, if you're a plus one, you're not part of like photographs and things like that. So if they get like, oh, can all the plus ones just stand over here? And <laughs> can all the bakers come over here, please? You should bring your cake plate. You should bring, oh, you've given it away. <laughs> but you should have brought your, your trophy and just kind of stood there in the plus one pile with it. I'll wear, an, I'll wear like one of the outfits I wore on Bake Off with, with an apron. <laughs> Yes. Um, so you weren't invited to the musical. Have you been invited to the holiday special at least? No. No. <laughs> no, I'm not. No. And you know what? At first, yeah. I remember both of us, because the thing is with the holiday specials, they it's it's quite it's not random. The production company just decide who they bring back. They tend to bring back people who have been relatively successful on the show. They'll say like, oh, we bring back whoever we want. But I think they tend to bring back people who are successful. And because it's only four people, they also have to make sure they're ticking certain demographic boxes as well. Yes, yeah, there's always two men and two women. So I remember straight afterwards, I thought, oh, I would quite like to go back for that. Because also, post-Bake Off, there's not a lot of things they can like offer you afterwards. Yeah. And everyone knows that the festive and the New Year episodes are like something, they're a coveted thing. But the longer it's gone on, I wouldn't want to do it I now. was desperate to do it after the year. But interestingly, it happened. So we did our year's bake-off and then there was a pandemic in which I pretty much lost my job and had to move home and it was all a bit of a dark time. And the, and the one thing I'd clung on to was that, that I was going to hopefully do the Christmas special and stuff. And then I didn't get it. And I only found out I didn't get it because Alina and Henry told me after they'd filmed it and I was gutted. And after that, I just don't want to do it. I don't know. It's, it's, maybe it's just like a bitterness in me, but I genuinely don't want the stress of doing it i think that's for me now at first i was like oh, i was a bit disappointed then i thought oh i was a winner so at some point they'll have me back and now i'm thinking i don't want to do it and they, won't, they, don't, they don't want you either <laughs> i mean definitely not after this podcast 100 percent i'm never being invited to anything ever burned again and those bridges they are currently burning i wouldn't want to redo it personally um i don't want to be on television again and i don't really want to do the bake-off tent thing again but it is fun to watch your friends do it i would go um, i think you've hit on the thing for me as well like i would do something on tv again traitors have me oh i, um, could, oh, I couldn't do the traitors i'd fall apart no i would be like good to, i actually don't think i'd like i'd find that too stressful but i would i would do tv things again i don't want to do bake-off again no like it's we've done it and like i have to say we reviewed one of the episodes for our only flans and you could actually see, we could sense knowing the people in it we can sense that a couple of them are just kind of like Oh, why did I, why did I sign up for this? That's the difference of watching it now. Basically, if you watch the current seasons, you don't know the people. So you're kind of watching it with... So you know how the, how the cookie crumbles, you know how it's made, you know all the behind the scenes stuff, but you're watching these people who are new, but you tend to know everybody in the Bake Off family, really. So watching them doing it, you know whether they're enjoying themselves, you know whether or not, you know whether they're trying hard, you know whether they're not. It's just a bit, it's a bit different now really um but the answer Plus, is we haven't been invited and we don't really want to do it <laughs> do you know what i know maybe for the bake-off fans they like to see the past bakes coming back but i love the ones where it's like other tv people like celebrities where yeah. they pick a tv show and they come back we're gonna have to so one coming up on those. one coming up on our only plans the cast of Derry girls which you should watch if you haven't watched it i think it's on netflix in the us or channel 4 here in the uk that's incredible. And the Dairy Girls all do Bake Off. And that is the single best episode of Bake Off that's ever happened. I, I'd not seen it, actually, until we did it for this. And I had my headphones in, was watching on my laptop. And Nick was on the sofa. And at one point, he was just like, can you stop laughing? I was <laughs> laughing so much. It's so funny. Um, they, Kristen also asked, does the show run after a normal season to reuse the tent? Or do they redo the tent with new carpets and appliances? Just those two episodes. Basically, they film them differently each year. But normally... One of them is filmed in the tent after the summer season. And they so just have to of, pretend it's really cold. And, and they dress it all up <laughs> with TV magic. And then the other one is filmed when they do the kind of British celeb episodes. So 
it's never made specially they're kind of like add-on episodes and they're fun to have on the tv at christmas time so the next person is chopper johnson which sounds like a porn name and definitely from america chopper johnson i mean i was just, just thinking about the parent like looking at the baby and going hmm <laughs> i'm gonna call you chopper anyway love the name probably one of uh, alex's sean cody boys <laughs> <laughs> dear sticky boys first i have to thank kevin flynn for mentioning y'all oh american and kevin flynn week seven from this year lovely we loved um, for a being wonderful and b putting my wife and i onto tom allen's books you have saved our sanity through a lot of holiday travel tom allen's books are very good i'm a non-baking american who has been fascinated by bake-off since it involved stealing it off the internet we still don't have the first two series in the u.s oh that's interesting so they had to kind of like Stream it illegally, I'm imagining. Yeah, don't watch the first two, um, it's fine. Not only the original, known in our household as Bake Off Prime, brilliant, but also Bake Off Professionals, Extra Slice and Junior Bake Off. Do you watch any of the other Bake Offs? For us, Junior Bake Off is one of the highlights of the year. And also, what was being on Extra Slice like? And would either of you want to be a panellist if they started bringing former bakers back? Stay sticky, CJ from South Carolina, USA. Oh, CJ. A lot of people are called CJ. CJ. I would never think they were is called that, Chopper Johnson. So is everyone's called CJ called Chopper? No, no, I don't think so. I think they're probably called like Claudia Jane or something. I love Chopper Johnson. You have to be famous if you're called Chopper Johnson. Yeah, what do you do, Chopper Johnson? You must be very famous. Not just a porn star, you could be something else. And you, or, or you could be both. Two things can be true. Yeah. So do we watch any of the other Bake Offs? I don't. No, but I have. I have seen Junior Bake Off. Because the thing is with Junior Bake Off in the UK, because it's for kids, it's on a kind of a kid time and it's on every day, isn't it, successively? Yeah, like five days in a week. But it is brilliant. The kids are fantastic. I think I fantastic. watched it oh, yeah. I watched it the year that we did Bake Off. Yes, that's when I watched it, yeah. yeah. And they are, it is a very, very entertaining show and they are very, very And they good. allow it to be a bit like, their bakes can, be, can look a bit crappy and it's more about the making of it, which I like. But um, I don't really watch them. But also they're very, they're very good. Bake Off the Professionals, Anyone that's listening, don't watch it. It's I rubbish. used to watch it with Tom and Tom Allen was on it because I just love Tom. But then I've kind of moved away from it now. Tom's off it. I didn't even know he's off it. I love Tom, but the program, it just doesn't, for whatever Bake Off captures, Bake Off Professionals just doesn't do it for me. Mm. So. Extra Slice. Extra Slice. Though. So the people who haven't watched it before, Extra Slice is the magazine show that accompanies Bake Off. So each week the eliminated baker comes on with like various comedy panelists and they kind of review the show talk about it and when we did it we had to bring one of the bakes that had failed that kind of thing it was good fun you got treated like a celebrity i think it is a brilliant show i have to say i haven't watched it recently mainly because it's on just at a time when i don't watch it mm. but there was a time where i remember where i preferred exercise to actual bake-off because they also have a lot more of the behind the scenes footage like really comedy moments so there's loads of people in the audience that bring cakes in and yeah. some of them look absolutely terrible and again tom Alan, if people don't know Tom Allen, go and watch everything he's ever been in. He's so funny. He goes around and just rips these people's bakes to shreds. And it is, it is a really good show, Extra Slice. There was a brilliant bit where he refused, because sometimes the, the panellists get to eat the cakes that the people have brought in, and he refused to let the panellists eat them. And instead he force-fed this person's cake to them and made them <laughs> review. Oh, he is just gold so yeah exercise if you can get it with a vpn it's really worth watching because you get a lot of extra gossip the next one is from joshua he says i am a gay guy in my 20s and i've been single for about four years i've got a friend who will call matt who i get on with so well and he is everything in a man that i could ask for but he's not gay we met a few months ago and since then we spent a lot of time together shared a bed a few times but nothing has happened we do so much together and are texting each other all the time he's told me he isn't gay but i feel like we're closer than just friends what should i do 
Oh, this is a real tough one. Because you don't want to wreck a friendship. And obviously, if you really like this person, but both ways are a bit... You've not really got a good way out of this. Because if the person is actually straight and just wants a friendship, then it's going to be awkward because you're wanting more. And at some point, you're going to do something silly. If they are actually gay, you need to give them space and time to kind of come out and trying to force it probably isn't going to help. Don't fire force it. We, it's it's a nightmare. It's it's like falling for straight people is the worst thing in the entire world. We've all done it. But essentially at this moment, Joshua's fallen for a straight person. Even if that person's not going to be straight in 10 years, they're straight now and they've told you they're not gay. So therefore you need to like respect that boundary, which is shit. Maybe just don't share a bed with them anymore. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. It's okay to have a friendship, but don't let it be that friendship that's like your best friend and you share a bed together and things like that. Yeah. I've definitely had this before in the past quite a few times because I, in general, especially before dating apps came along in the 19 whatevers, hundreds, <laughs> I used to always find that I, instead of like going on dates, I just thought, oh, it'd be nice just to get to know people in general and then you know, fancy people that way. But the problem with that is I kept on just meeting people who were straight and thinking, oh, it's fine. We'll just be friends with this guy. And then eventually thinking, oh, maybe I do actually think a bit more. And it was horrible. It's not nice. Yeah. I'm really sorry, Joshua. It's not what you want to hear from us probably, but just sack that one off. And if you need to take a break from them, that's fine as well. Just to be like, just be busy for a month, like have too much work or whatever. And just don't hang out with them a bit to just kind of move you on gently. Get back on those apps. See if you can find Mitchell from last week. See if he's on there doing a swiping right phase. <laughs> and you could always, if you really, really wanted to, you could have a conversation with them and have a proper conversation about being queer and whether they think they are and all that kind of stuff. But that's the only well, I thing. I thought you were going to say, which is actually quite a good idea, is to say, what was my I'm beginning idea? to, your, your, your idea was really bad. <laughs> Here's what you should actually do, Joshua. Sit down and say, I'm getting feelings for you. I know that you're not gay. Full stop. Don't say now, just now. Just say not gay. I need to take a bit of a, a pause so that we can still be friends. So annoying how Michael's always right. The faggoty aren't Michael. And the final one isn't a question, it's a story. And I think we, I think what we'll do is we'll just put this out there. We won't respond to it and we'll just go straight to the splat because I'm not sure there's much to be said when we get to the end. <laughs> okay. This is from Anonymous or Anonymous as of last week. This is my worst dating mishap, but I'll keep it short and sweet. Myself and the next girlfriend went out for sushi for a date, and as soon as we got home, the mood took us, and I got on my knees and was eating at the Y. What's, what's eating at the Y mean? I don't know. Eating at the Y. I'm trying to think of a... Is the Y because like the person? legs go up and then Oh, the legs. Like yeah. Oh, so they're eating between the legs. Ah, sure. And I was eating at the Y, giving it all I've got. Oh, good on them. I suddenly felt a really wet trickle down the back of my head and down my back. I looked up and saw that she'd silently been sick all down me. I didn't stop, helped her finish, then cleaned it up. What, well, what did the clean up? The sick or the... That's enough. That is your lot for this week, and that's probably all you actually want to hear. So we will see you next week when Traitors US hits its halfway point. Remember, you can find us on social media at Sticky Bum Boys, and we're always on the lookout for your stories, filthy as they are, questions and thoughts. We are always online over on our OnlyFans, which has bonus episodes, recipes, Q&As and behind-the-scenes tidbits, and you can join us there for the price of a coffee over at patreon.com forward stroke Sticky Bum Boys. We've actually just added an option where you can subscribe for a full year for a discounted price, you lucky things. We're so giving like that anonymous person in the inbox <laughs> i'm not gonna be forgetting eating at the y in a hurry oh yeah okay bye bye 
Ready for the boring bit? Let's go. The Sticky Bun Boys are not endorsed by or affiliated with Love Productions, The Great British Bake Off, or any of its subsidiaries. All views and opinions are our own. The Great British Bake Off and all related content are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. We're very professional, David. In one breath. <laughs> We're all just having a bit of fun, aren't we? <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.